1: What's up, New Orleans? What's up across the Gulf South? And do you listening across the world at WWL.com, the radio.com app. Welcome into the show. We've got three hours to go. Lots of Anthony Davis and Pelicans fall out here. Of course, the reports earlier today that Davis and his representatives are in the midst of telling teams across the league that he will not sign anywhere long-term, but with the Los Angeles Lakers. Lots of fallout on top of that today. We'll get into that to start the show. And we have some national writers insinuating in, in multiple columns today. And they have, oddly, this is how the local market works, folks. Because nobody, and look, I have, and I have, I've talked about it before. I have a lot of respect for the people who run. The Saints and the Pelicans franchise. I do. I don't think I've ever really criticized uh, Dennis Lauscher or Greg Bensel. I don't think they deserve criticism, at least since I've been on the air here. I think Mickey Loomis, I told you yesterday, I think he's a fantastic NFL general manager. I think he leaves a lot to be desired in his work with the Pelicans front office. Okay? But the way the local market works here with media, the national guys and gals, they have more inside access than we all do. It's just weird. So when you see reports from Brian Windhorst or Zach Lowe or Bill Simmons or Adrian a uh, pick your litter here, pick your poison. When they insinuate in multiple articles and tweets and, and TV appearances that Dell Demps is going to get his chance to make the Anthony Davis trade, my mind is blown. I don't understand the thinking in the Pelicans front office if everything that these national writers are saying are true. How do you give the man who squandered and lit on fire six and a half years of the Anthony Davis tenure, the man who traded Chris Paul, got his trade rejected by David Stern, and had to come back with the lesser offer, who gave ridiculous contracts to Alexis Agensa or Solomon Hill or uh, Eric Gordon or, or name your name your price there. And now all the reports are that Dell Demps is in any immediate danger of losing his job and that he's going to have an opportunity to complete an Anthony Davis trade? What kind of parallel universe of nonsense are we living in here? This is a National Basketball Association franchise. I understand that the NFL is King Kong of American sports. I understand that the NFL here is front and uh, center 24-7, 365, basically, unless LSU is playing Alabama on the football field, unless they're in a national championship game, or maybe unless the Pelicans are playing the Warriors in a playoff series. There you go, Tim. I get all that. That does not excuse the incompetent mismanagement of a $1 billion plus NBA franchise. I'm sorry, it does not. And I guarantee you, we're going to have people who listen to this that take this the wrong way, that think I'm crossing some kind of invisible line here with our local sports franchises. I am not. I feel like I am being objective and telling you the truth here. In no other NBA market in the league, in 29 other NBA franchises, if you had a general manager that ran this franchise this way for six and a half years, had one playoff series win to show for it, Traded away one future Hall of Famer because that future Hall of Famer didn't want to stay here, and they weren't winning enough. And I understand that Dell came in at the end of that. Okay, so I'm I, like I've said for years now, I'm willing to give him a pass on that one. Okay, but he still made that deal, and now you're trading away a future Hall of Famer here who doesn't want to stay because you haven't been able to surround him with enough, either enough winning parts or a, a head coach and coaching staff that's going to develop his talents. In seven years, and now the reports are that Dell Demps is going to stay? This is crazy talk. You want to know why the Pelicans are quickly becoming the laughing stock of the NBA? It's because of decisions like this. That is no way to run an NBA franchise. That's no way to run a billion dollar business. I'm sorry, it is not. Performance has consequences. Performance has consequences in our society. Performance has consequences in the professional world. And certainly performance or lack thereof it has consequences in the sports world. If you're running a car dealership, if you're the general manager of a car dealership, and that car dealership for seven straight years fails to meet quotas and expectations. First of all, you wouldn't even get to seven years because you wouldn't have a job for that long. But if you did, you certainly wouldn't have the undying backing and support of the ownership group. We live in a performance-based industry, the industry that I'm in. I can tell you this for a fact. If the ratings on this show... We're tanking over multiple years. If my ratings from the, when the you know when Scoot was on this program, what a handful of years ago, four years ago, if we looked at the ratings from Scoot, from the and then when T. Bob and Christian had the show, and then now to me, if 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 I was just completely eviscerating any kind of gains or ratings that the people before me had had over a long period, and not counting a transition period here. I guarantee you that I would probably be looking for a new job sooner rather than later. Why is it now that we have people, and I have very good friends, I have very good friends, and I'm not going to name them, who believe and have told me off the record here in our conversations off the air because they know Del Demps, because they like Del Demps the person, the human that none of this was really his fault, that he should be getting a third chance, really, and that his ties to the ownership group and Gail Benson and her support means more than any on-court production or lack thereof it during his tenure. I don't understand it. I do not understand it. If you don't want to be treated like the stepchild of the rest of the NBA, then run your franchise like you don't want to be treated like that. That might be a harsh wake-up call. That might be brutally honest and maybe too brutally honest for some, but I'm sorry that's the facts. You cannot run your NBA franchise like a daycare program. You cannot run your NBA franchise like, well, we're going to go over here and run our football franchise for eight months out of the year. And we're going to put you in the corner and put a babysitter with you. And then when the NFL is done, then we'll go ahead and pay attention for a few months. There's a lot of nuance and realities to the ownership group here for the Saints and Pelicans. Tom Benson saved the Pelicans from leaving. Tom Benson saved this franchise. He saved the Saints franchise, really, and he has endeared himself and, and the people around him, and, and I mentioned them before, who are involved with this Pelicans franchise, Dennis Lausche and Greg Bensel and Mickey Loomis and, yes, Gale now, they've all endeared themselves to the city because of what they've done for these franchises and for the city, and that's never going away. They deserve admiration and respect for what they did seven years ago now in buying the Pelicans and keeping them here and committing to the city. There is no doubt about that. But these things aren't mutually exclusive. These views are not mutually exclusive. We can say, thank you so much for saving our NBA franchise. This wouldn't have happened without you. Thank you. And then also say, well, maybe you should start thinking about running it a different way. That's not a shot at anybody inside the Saints or Pelicans organization. It's not. I'm not taking shots at anybody. They have heard this for years and certainly not from me. They've heard this for for years from extremely smart NBA people inside and outside of the league. If the Pelicans want to come out of the other side of this Anthony Davis inevitable trade now as a franchise that really is committed to winning and being successful, that really is committed to a long-term plan and process, to use that word, from Philadelphia, things have to change and things have to change now. And I am sorry. Again, it's a harsh reality of a general manager's life. It's a harsh reality of working in professional sports in this country. But Dell Demps, his track record, does not deserve Really, a third chance here? I could not believe my eyes, my ears today when I was reading and listening to all of these people who have sources inside the Pelicans organization that are insinuating that Dell Demps is going to stay here through this trade. I don't get it. I do not get it. We're going to open up the phone lines now: 504-260-1870. That's 504-2601-870. The text line is 870-870. Also, we'll talk about the tampering rules here. Now, here's where I'm going to completely defend all of the Pelicans' front office when I come back because they have experienced the dark underbelly of the NBA that promotes the big markets at the expense of the small markets Here in New Orleans, like the ones here in New Orleans. And I think everybody in the front office, they're not happy about what's going on, nor they should be. I'm Seth Dunlap. Tim's ever behind the glass. It's the last lap on WWL. Welcome back to the show. Boy, we're going to be talking about this Anthony Davis saga. I think for a while, only because I don't think the Pelicans are going to be pressured into trading Anthony Davis before the deadline just because the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James and Rich Paul and Anthony Davis, they want it to happen. And that's what we found out today when the report from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. I have said that, by the way. <laughs> Let me step back here. So I have said Adrian Wojnarowski's name probably a thousand times. When I tell you that's the first time I've ever messed it up, that's the truth. I have never messed his name up until then. There you go. Pressures of live radio or something. I don't know. But Woj, as Tim says, he was the first to report it, that league sources expect Anthony Davis and his agent, who is Rich Paul, to inform all teams in the NBA that Davis is only going to sign a long-term contract with the Los Angeles Lakers. He will not sign any contract extension anywhere else in the NBA. Now, there's so many nuances to that statement and what they're doing going around the league apparently according to Wojnarowski that's tampering by the letter of the law and massive tampering you can't as an agent start talking and player start talking to other front offices and saying no don't sign me here because I'm going to sign a max deal with Los Angeles in a year and a half Are you kidding me here The NBA usually is spineless and gutless when it comes to enforcing those tampering rules in any meaningful way. This crosses all boundaries of meaningful. It's not only meaningful, it's destructive here to the Pelicans organization and their efforts to trade Anthony Davis. Now, what this does is, and I don't know, I guess we'll wait and see how much of an effect this has. The good news is, with Mickey Loomis involved with the Pelicans, he's not going to be strong-armed or bullied by Rich Paul or LeBron or whoever it is in the NBA. So if there's a silver lining to having Mickey Loomis here as the director of basketball operations who's going to be involved in any Anthony Davis trade, that's it. He won't be strong-armed. He's not going to cave to pressure. He's dealt with that for decades in the National Football League. But other teams, when they hear that, they're going to go, okay, well, this really is a true rent-a-player. We can either get him for a year and a half if we trade before February 7th, or we can get him for a year if we trade in the summer. Is that worth the assets that we would have to give up? Obviously, this is a power play in the truest sense of the word by Davis's team to get him to L.A., preferably now rather than later. I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd tell Anthony Davis and Rich Paul to go shove it. I'm not trading you to our conference rivals, the Los Angeles Lakers, so they can build another super team this year and next year? No way. You can't offer me enough. You don't have enough assets, and that's the harsh reality of it here. Los Angeles, you don't have enough assets to make it worth the while for the Pelicans to trade Davis to you. Again, if I'm playing fantasy GM and what I would do – Either I'd wait to the summer, unless there's a massive offer from an Eastern Conference team coming in before February 7th that, by the way, Dell Demps isn't overseeing, but other people in the front office are. But I'd trade him somewhere east, Toronto, Boston, Philadelphia. Teams there that if AD was right when he said, and this looks like a pile of you-know-what, when Davis came out a month ago and said, yeah, I don't care about money, I only care about championships. Well, I'm sorry, getting yourself to Boston or Philadelphia or even Golden State's going to give you more of a chance to win than in Los Angeles. So what are you talking about here, Anthony Davis? You're full of it. You're, you're you're just full of it. I'd trade him there. And then if he's being sincere when he says he won't sign a long-term extension, let's say in Boston, which you'd have to trade him in the summer, i say, okay, that's fine. You go over there. We'll get what we can get from Boston. We're going to trade you over there. Good luck. And then when LeBron James is 36 and most of these young Los Angeles Lakers players are up for new contracts and they're up against the salary cap, well, then you can go to L.A. and good luck trying to win with a 36-, 37-, 38-year-old LeBron and a bunch of used toys. Good luck there. We're not the minor league franchise for the Los Angeles Lakers, which is what Adam Silver and the rest of his cohorts in the NBA act like. And really, it started with David Stern. This whole, this whole saga stinks. It's the reality. I'm not mad that Anthony Davis is moving on. It's a, it's a free market. If he wants to move, if he's being sincere and telling, well, you know, I'm not going to re-sign with you in a couple of years, so you should probably trade me, you get it. But then to come out with this nonsense and say, well, unless you trade me to Los Angeles, I'm going to take my toys and go home and throw a little hissy fit tantrum. You're better than that, AD. Rich Paul's making you look like a fool. Let's go to the phone lines here. Dwayne in New Orleans. Welcome to the show.
2: Hey, how you doing, this Seth?
1: I'm all right. What's going on?
2: I totally agree with you on the Dell Dem issue. I don't know why he's been here this long. He should have been gone at least three years ago, personally speaking. Mm-hmm. I, say, cause if, I personally don't think that NBA is putting a decent product out for the, uh, the consumer. But when you allow these players to dictate where they want to go, and you're building these super teams and – and people like LeBron, who say he wasn't tampering, but he was, can do what they do. Then how can any, and you trying to build um, the league around that? We we got we need the product here that people want to support, and right now we don't have
1: that. Yeah, yeah. There's just no. There isn't. It's a good call, Dwayne. If I sound frustrated, I am. I'm frustrated because. The NBA isn't that complicated. It's not. Player personnel in the NBA, those moves, is actually a lot more simple than it is, say, in the NFL because a lot of it's player-driven. So you can see the writing on the wall. We've seen the writing on the wall here with Anthony Davis for years. It's not like we were blindsided by this. I'm frustrated because people are pulling a a Sandra Bullock in Bird Box, putting on the blindfold, and acting like Dell Demps hasn't been a failure here for seven years, and acting like the NBA league offices are enabling the Lakers and LeBron and Magic Johnson and Rich Paul and all these people to tamper with this process and and thumbing their nose at a small market down here. 504-260-1870, that's the phone number. Text line is 870-870. More of your calls, rest of the hour here, open lines on the last lap. The Pelicans are in action tonight. Hey, it's tank mode now, Tim. Pelicans are in full tank mode. Here's the starting lineup for tonight for the Pelicans with everybody who's out: Solomon Hill, Darius Miller, Jalil Okafor, Frank Jackson, and Drew Holiday. I am sorry you have to deal with that, Drew. But thanks for playing. Rockets only lead 80 to 76. James Harden's been kept in check relatively. 17 points, just 5 of 15 shooting, 2 of 8 from 3, and he's only shot 5 free throws. It's the most amazing part about this. Hey, I'm one that's been adamantly against, and I I still maintain, you don't go into a season wanting to tank. I just think that's disingenuous to your fan base. I think it does them a disservice, let me put it that way anyways, to your fan base. And what Philadelphia did for years there, I thought, made a mockery of the entire NBA system. But when you're in a situation like this, I will say it behooves the Pelicans to start losing frequently. Put AD on a shelf. Don't let him get injured again. And maybe hamper his trade value even more. Try to find any deals you can for Nikola Miritich and Julius Randle and any of these guys, maybe even Drew, although I'd like to see Drew stay here. Get assets there and then just play a bunch of young guys and I guess win or lose as many games as you can. Back to the phone lines we go here talking about A.D. and the fallout from A.D. requesting a trade. And again, now apparently his representatives are going around telling the league he will not sign a long-term contract with anybody but the Lakers, undercutting the Pelicans process here. We'll go to Johnny in Mobile. Welcome to the show, Johnny.
2: Hey, Seth. Good evening.
1: Hey, Johnny.
2: Man, I'd just like to say uh, you was awesome during the uh, playoff uh, through, uh high school playoffs announcement, man. You did a good job.
1: Oh, thank you, Johnny. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It's going to be interesting to hear what the LHSAA did. Uh, well, the member schools voted anyways. It wasn't the LHSAA where the the, the uh, private schools aren't going to have their championships in the Superdome anymore, it doesn't look like. It's kind of a bummer.
2: Hey, uh, about the uh, Pelican thing? Yeah. You had Bobby and uh, Christian a while ago had Marcus Spears on there, and uh, he kept on saying it wasn't Dell Dempsey's fault. And he said, if I was the Pelicans, I'd trade now. He kept on saying that. Then all of a sudden he says, well, what about the Lakers? <laughs>
1: Is the national media really pushing for the Lakers, all the national media talk? S- some are. I think, I think that's an overblown storyline, Johnny, if I'm being honest. I-, I think people see some of the national writers, like the guys I referenced before, Zach Lowe or Brian Windhorst or Adrian uh, Wojnarowski. No, they're not. They're just reporting the news. But there are some mouthpieces of certain franchises and players. And I'll be honest here. Mark Spears will never have a spot on any show I do anywhere ever again. He's not coming on. I think he's a joke. I think he makes a mockery of the profession of uh, not even even sports journalism, but just journalism, period. He was a mouthpiece for Boogie Cousins when he left and really was reporting false statements – lies that were repeated by Boogie in acting like they were fact. And now, and I heard parts of that interview, and Tim, I want your thoughts on this. I am sorry. Bobby and Christian can do their own thing. I'm sure they'll be happy to have Mark back on. He has no place on my show because he's he's a fool. He is a mouthpiece of Boogie Cousins, he's a mouthpiece of the Lakers, and really he has no love here for the New Orleans Pelicans organization, and he's going to try to demean them in any way because they called him out on his BS reporting last year. So, yeah, I heard Mark Spears. That's what I think of Mark Spears. Tim?
3: Yeah, I mean, to say that the Lakers are the only the best offer the Pelicans could get right away, or they'll get nothing afterwards, I think that's a little too much. I mean, I think, obviously, the, the Celtics have good offers out there. You have, you have to see who gets the first overall pick, first and foremost. I mean, that Zion pick could be huge. So, to, to say the Lakers are the best pick, and to say the Lakers are the spot that Anthony Davis would have the best opportunity, the best spot to go, and to, make, to make the trade now, I think that's a little too much.
1: That's a lot too much. Tim, honestly, I want you to come back in here. What do you think about Mark Spears as, as a basketball reporter? I don't want to call him a journalist because he's not.
3: Well, I mean, I already texted you this earlier. I thought his 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 the way he took the DeMarcus Cousins thing with him reporting that what DeMarcus Cousins said and then what Del Demps actually said the opposite. He yeah. reported the opposite, and what we had other reports of what Dell Demps offered, and and Mark Spears reported the opposite. I kind of find that. I mean he is a mouthpiece to DeMarcus Cousins. He is a mouthpiece to the LA West Coast, you know, those teams. I mean that's that's his I mean his job is to report on those teams, I think. And he's just getting information fed to him that he wants to report. And I I don't I don't agree with it, but you know that's what it
1: is. Yeah, I get, you know, he'll have way more inside information on those camps and those teams than uh, the average person or average reporter. So there you go. Use him for that. Don't use him if you're going to give any legitimacy to the things that he says. I am sorry. That's what I feel about him when he came on our show. He came on our show during the Boogie Cousins fiasco last year and spread a bunch of nonsense lies that I called him out for. And, frankly, he's not going to be invited back on my show after that. Let's go to Carl in Covington. Carl, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, how's it going? Uh, the guy right before Kevin uh, Airhead, what was his name, Devin, I think, maybe?
1: Yeah. Right, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, he said exactly what I'm saying. The, the players are basically – almost committing like a mutiny against them. I mean, you know, LeBron James can just about name where he wants to go, fire his coach and almost everything. I mean, they're kind of taking it away from the the head offices of the game. You know, I mean, you know, how many points could be scored in one game? How many players could be on one team that can score points? You know, so in my opinion, when they build these teams, super guys, they They conflict with each other. They proved that when Miami and when LeBron tried to build that team in Miami. It didn't
1: work. Yeah, here's what I'll sometimes. say, here's what I'll say, Carl. i I don't blame the players for this. If I'm in a profession, wherever I am, and the rules of the workplace or the rules of the industry, the regulations or the unwritten rules of the industry, say that you can do the things that players are doing and work behind the scenes to leverage yourself and go to the city you want to go to and play with the guys you want to play for, I mean, are we really going to blame them? I think we should blame the league, right? I think we should blame the league. Yeah,
0: I mean, and Anthony Davis is really still in the contract for another year, right?
1: Yes, yeah, you're in a, yeah, yeah, until through next yeah. season.
0: So, I mean, is there anything they can do to make them hold to
1: that? Well, Does you could. You, has... I mean, you could keep them under contract and play him here, but then you'll have a Kawhi Leonard situation where he probably is, you know, Anthony Davis is injured all the time already. He's probably not going to play or be a locker room malfeasance. So you probably don't want that to happen, but I've said before, if the Lakers are just going to offer you – beans you know proverbial beans here for Anthony Davis I'm not taking that deal I'm not taking a first round draft like I'm not going to take a next first round draft pick next season and the players that they're thinking about offering like Lance Stevenson and Ingram and these like what are you talking about here I'll just go ahead and draft players there and I won't let you have your super team that doesn't help the Pelicans at all
3: and, I mean, the Pelicans, do you really think they want Lonzo Ball? I know we don't want him, but I no. think, like I don't think the Pelicans want to deal with that that
1: side show. Are you kidding me? You want to have a a disaster of epic proportions here that will eclipse anything that is happening right now with this Anthony Davis situation? That is bringing Lonzo Ball and that family here to New Orleans. I'll tell you this. It's the first time I've ever agreed with LeVar, probably, when he said he doesn't want his son here. Yeah, I don't want your son here either, LeVar. Keep him away. I don't want you anywhere here. Although I would say, apparently Bobby was saying something about he'd get into a fight with LeVar. I'd I'd pay an entrance fee, probably a pretty good one to see that little rumble. 504-260-1870. Bobby against LeVar Ball. Who'd you have in that fight, Tim?
3: I'd take Bobby. Yeah. Strong guy.
1: Oh, yeah. Now, LeVar played in the—he's a pretty strong guy, too. He played in the NFL. little cup of tea. The Jets, I believe. He's an athlete. (laughs) 504-260-1870. That's area code 504-260-1870. Our Blue Runner Foods opinion poll. Should the NBA issue major tampering fines to Anthony Davis' agent and the Lakers? You can cast your vote there. They did issue Anthony Davis a $50,000 fine today for his public comments. About the trade. Relative slap on the wrist here. Yeah, $50,000 is a lot. get it. But with the money that they're making, that's, it's just a you know slap on the wrist here. Here's a text from the 985. Great job, Seth. Keep on trucking. Tell it like it is. Canuckhead there. Here's a text from the 504. You'll have another Eric Gordon situation. I think that's in reference to if you keep Anthony Davis. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Text from the 504. Seth, love your show. Nice to hear a change of topic from the Saints. Keep ripping Demps. Not really trying to rip Del Demps, who by all indications is a very good guy, got a great family, but this on a professional level, he cannot keep his job. Like I can't believe that I even have to point that out. Back after this on the last lap. I just can't believe that some people are arguing that Del Demps deserves to keep his job. It's just, it's, it's mind-blowing to me. I, I rarely find myself, if I'm being honest here, I rarely find myself being completely surprised by the reaction to things around the professional sports world. I've just been around it, even in my life, too long. I'm a little jaded to the ugly underbelly of of all really professional sports. But I, 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 I'm at a loss for words. Like, I'm trying... To articulate how shocked I am that you have apparently all these reporters that say inside the Pelicans organization, just paraphrasing here from, again, the reports from guys like Adrian Wojnarowski and Brian Windhorst and and Zach Lowe and what they're writing about this Anthony Davis situation, they're implying that Dell Demps is going to get a chance here, another chance from the Pelicans and the ownership group, and then he'll get to execute this Anthony Davis trade. That, That is absurd but absurd doesn't do it justice it's it's unthinkable Uh, it's just unthinkable it's like it's like the people who run this organization sometimes don't think that anybody pays attention to the pelicans franchise and how it's being run i guess in some of their minds that this isn't a performance-based industry all i can hope here and let me say this all i can hope And these guys aren't wrong very often, the reporters that I referenced. All I can hope is that they are wrong. All I can hope is that whoever their source is is feeding them incorrect information. That's a possibility. I hope that's true. I was texting back and forth with some Pelicans reporters here, some guys who are on the beat every day with this team today and talking to them about this, and they all kind of echoed those sentiments. That Well, I hope that's wrong. I hope it's wrong, too. Let's go to Ron and Terrytown on the phone line. Ron, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, how are we doing today?
1: Hey, uh, another Seth? another day, another fired up Seth you got here, Ron.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. We both fired up. Me personally, I think Dale Demp need to be fired. I think Alvin Gentry needs to be fired. And the person who replaces Dale Demp uh should take the job of Mickey Mickey uh Loomis. And stop wait, wait who should who, to be part, who should who should take the job uh, of Mickey Loomis the, I missed it. I'm sorry who, who
1: did you say should take the job Mickey Loomis's job
0: no I say remove Mickey Loomis oh, remove. away from over the NFL okay. I mean the NBA mm-hmm. let him stick with the NFL agreed because uh, and, and he just going to be pol- politically correct on anything he say anyway, like the statement he gave at the Pro Bowl. Yeah. He's not going to do anything to undermine saying or undermining anyone, what? whether it's, it's video evidence in front of him or not.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing, and, and what you're referencing, what Ron is referencing there, great call, Ron, is that when the team was told by Anthony Davis's representatives that he wanted a trade, well, Mickey Loomis was informed that he was at the Senior Bowl. He stayed at the Senior Bowl and then gave a press conference there. I'm not really blaming Mickey Loomis here. He's the general manager of the New Orleans Saints. He's got responsibilities there, but people who put him in place as the president of basketball operations for the Pelicans, when the Benson, uh, when Benson bought the team, I think we moved past that point now, where he needs to be in that spot. Like maybe as in you know, a baby franchise here as they were trying to rebrand and, and revitalize this franchise and they were trying to save money and cut costs and make sure this franchise stayed in the black. Okay, I guess I could understand some of these things and some of the crossover in the front offices for the Saints and the Pelicans. Mickey Loomis is a great NFL general manager. I believe that he will have that job with New Orleans for as long as he wants. I think he's earned that by his performance here. Mickey Loomis is not paying near enough attention to this city's NBA franchise as the president of basketball operations. I bet if you got Mickey Loomis off the record and maybe a couple of adult beverages in, he would probably tell you the same thing, that his plate's a little too full. Tim Zimmer.
3: We currently have some breaking news. Right. Pelicans currently lead 94-91 at the end of the third quarter over the Houston Rockets. So
1: all this means is they're going to blow another fourth quarter lead.
3: I mean, A.D. who? We're leading the Houston Rockets. <laughs> right.
1: A.D. who? That'll be the refrain here from Pelicans fans. How about Bo and Kenner? Bo, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, Seth. How you doing, man? Love your show.
1: Hey, Thanks, Bo. What's going on? <laughs>
2: Oh, man, look, uh, Look, I've been following this team since they dropped the ball back in 2002, and I've had to endear Baron Davis, Chris Paul, these big market teams telling us, shut up, take this trade chip. You're going to trade our, your, your star to us. Shut up. You're going to take it and live with it. I'm tired of these big market teams. Rich Paul is nothing but a LeBron sidekick has no education, and this is the guy that the NBA is caving into.
1: Yeah, and, well, I mean, as an agent, I'm going to defend Rich Paul here in this, bow. As an agent, aren't you supposed to kind of be a sidekick for whatever players you're representing? No, no, no. Go ahead and read his bio, won't no, you? No, under- I understand <laughs> what you're saying here. I understand that he doesn't have the background of, of some of the other super agents out there, but he's in that position, and regardless of how he got it, he's in that position. So, I guess my well, question is, I mean, you know how I feel about this. You've been listening to the show, Bo. I'm, I'm yeah, as fired absolutely. up as no, – no, you know no, what no, I mean? I'm just saying that, that I don't think this is Rich Paul's fault. He's supposed to be a sidekick to these guys.
2: Well, yeah. Like I said, just, but, 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 you know, I will not sit back. I mean, as a fan and as a man that, you know, goes to a couple of games a year, Sit back and be thrown, Speedy Claxton, Chris <laughs> Kaman. I will not go through another one of those throwaway players. Well, I, you know, this this is not. The, the, you're talking about the top three player in the league here. I you know. know, and and for you know these reporters to put on their Lakers glasses and say, "Hey, Lakers have the best deal." Uh, how about no? Yeah, it's not the
1: best. Exactly. Deal. How about no? Is- Absolutely. How about how about hell no? They cannot put together the best package here for Anthony Davis. Spot on there. This summer, once you have the Celtics enter the mix, remember they cannot trade because they traded for Kyrie Irving last year. So they got to wait till the summer, till the league season's over, to make another trade for Anthony Davis. Um, yeah, of course that's going to inflate values when you have multiple bidders. It's like an auction. You got multiple bidders on that porcelain piggy bank over there. Of course, is going to drive up the price when you have three bidders instead of two or two bidders instead of one. We'll see what happens here. I'm growing more unconvinced that the Pelicans will wait till this summer, but we will see. We'll take another break. Back with your calls. If you're on hold, stay there. We've got a couple of lines open. 504-260-1870. That's 504-260-1870. And the text line is eight I'm Seth Dunlap. It's the last lap on WWL. Speaking of Facebook, remember, 9 o'clock Central Time each show, we do a Facebook Live. So you can head on over to our WWO Radio Facebook page, and we'll be going live there talking about Anthony Davis in a live chat with all of you. A reminder, tomorrow on Sports Talk with Zach Streif, Deuce McAllister, and Christian Garrick, live from the Beau Rivage of Wharton Casino. It's QB to QB with Drew Brees, 640. Plus, we'll talk about what Saints head coach Sean Payton had to say at his season-ending press conference and. More from Media Day and certainly Anthony Davis, and then LSU basketball takes on Texas A&M pregame at 7:30, tip-off 8 o'clock. So no show tomorrow, as we will seed our program to 19th-ranked LSU. Tim, are you, are you fired up about your your Tigers here? They're they're kind of the talk of one of the talks of the basketball world the last week. It's pretty incredible the rise.
3: Yeah, I mean uh, they're they're playing well right now. I'm hoping they haven't peaked. Because you know, obviously, there's still room for improvement. They're one of the top five youngest teams in the you know the bigger conferences, I guess, Power Five conferences. So there's definitely room for improvement there. I just I'm just a little worried about their road schedule the rest of the way. I can see some losses, you know, that maybe maybe at Florida, maybe at at Alabama. I mean, it's going to be tough. I, they have to play Auburn and they have to play Kentucky and they have to play Tennessee. So I I think I think LSU is going to be good this year. I mean, I obviously I, there's. They've started off well, so I'm looking forward to how the season ends.
1: Here's a text from the 504. You can call the fine. I'm talking about the fine that Anthony Davis got. Tim, you'd like this text. You can call the fine a slap on the wrist if you want, but a slap on the wrist could easily put Anthony Davis out two to four weeks text of the, maybe the year so far there. That was, a, that was great. Five hundred four airs a text from the 504. The bottom line is the Pelicans organization and Loomis don't know basketball. They are a football organization. Well, maybe that's part of the problem there. To the phone lines we go. Lee and St. Rose. Welcome to the show.
0: Hey. hey, Seth, man, you know, let me tell you, um, you you have a place to go way you want to go or whatnot, but here's my problem. Anthony Davis was the one who came out and said he was gonna be the best player in the NBA. He's the best player in the NBA. He said that before the start of the season. You told me you were gonna be great. So if you're gonna be great and you're gonna build a legacy, how are you gonna go build a legacy off the back of LeBron James? You got you the one said nobody else said it. You the one said you're gonna be the best player in the NBA. So why you can't get other people to come here and play with you? I don't care if it's a small market team. Ask, Santa, ask the San Antonio Spurs. They did it the right way. You know, they're considered a powerhouse in the NBA. They're in a the small market. My point is this. You told the fans, you told us that you about New Orleans, that you about building a legacy here. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you, you flipped the script and changed. I mean, you're not the best player in the NBA. You, not even
1: because- close right now, Lee. Not even close. Well, I mean, when I say relatively not even close, in the top ten for sure, top five probably. Not Better than Harden or LeBron or Steph or KD right now. To your points, Lee, he said that his primary goal what, a month ago was winning championships, not money. Well, I'm sorry. If that's true, then the Lakers shouldn't be your destination here. Somewhere else. All right, Facebook Live and then back with another hour of the show after news. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
3: Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.